Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. a lot to chew on today i'm telling you what after coming out of that game yesterday and having uh well less than 24 hours but at least uh, the overnight and uh, the morning to kind of get up analyze things rewatch a majority of that game and uh, and kind of think about it it's uh the green bay packers got just punched yesterday now, I understand that Tampa Bay, they've got a tremendous defense, okay? They drafted to stop the run. They drafted, you know, smash-mouth middle linebackers. They put beef up front, guys that could get after the quarterback and be very, very physical, okay? I understand all of that. Um, but what they what they did to the Green Bay Packers yesterday was the exact same thing that we saw the San Francisco 49ers do. But what is even more alarming, and this is where, as somebody who sits here every day and we kind of talk about things, good and bad, and, and we got on our roll, okay? We got on our roll. And, and I give Gary Ellison credit, my uh, partner for the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Gary said on his, uh, with his group on the local show in the afternoons uh, on our flagship station out of Milwaukee, he said, hey, I, wait, you know, don't, don't, don't get crazy because there are some problems here. And nobody wanted to talk about it. Because, and I even said it yesterday, that the Green Bay Packers, I put this up after they went up 10 to nothing. I said, this offense looks like a well-oiled machine. And it did. You know, people liked to comment. Hundreds of people liked to comment and retweeted it. Okay, great. And then Aaron Rodgers dropped back and threw that pick. With 12.50 to go in the second quarter, on a third and ten, he dropped back through that uh, through that out route to Devontae Adams. Stared him down. Something he's done in the past. Stared him down. Devontae was the guy. That's where he was going with the football. It was never going to be denied. And Jamel Dean, he knew what was coming. He watched it. Squatted on the route, jumped the pass, and then took it back to the house for six points. Aaron Rodgers' first interception of the season. Only his third pick six of his career. So, okay, a little redemption. Come on. Okay, we got this. 
We're up 10-7. We got this. Okay, we can handle this. Packers come back out on the field. Rodgers drops back, forces a ball to a covered on an inside slant to Vontae Adams. I don't care if it was pass interference or not. He was covered. And then another another tip ball, a pick, and uh, the Buccaneers went from down 10 to up three in less than two minutes. And that then was a contributing factor to 38 straight unanswered points to bury the Green Bay Packers. And when you needed a stop just before half, and you looked at the defense and said, you got to give us something. Don't let them go up three scores. Just just give us something, okay? Let, it, let us just hang on here. You're like a you're like a fighter on the ropes in like the fifth round, and you're taking head blow and body blow, and your head's going back, and you're kind of you're trying to get your gloves up, and you can't get your gloves up, and you see time winding down. You're like, just let me get through the end of the round, and I'll hang on. Just let me get through the end of the round, and then boom, that punch to the face, that big punch to the face, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers delivered the knockout blow, and the knockout blow came before. Halftime. Before halftime. And that was it. That was it. That was all she wrote. Green Bay Packers, 38-10, to 10, and they were done when Gronkowski caught that 12-yard pass from Brady in the end zone, and that made it 28-10, to 10, and that was it. Packers never had a chance after that. Uh, 855-830-8648-A. Horrific performance by Aaron Rodgers. We're going to hear from him. 16 of 35, 160 yards, four sacks. He was harassed all day. All day. I think they actually took a sack away. Um, He was technically sacked defensively five times, not four. But in the official statistics, they label it as four. For whatever reason, I don't know. But uh, he was listed as, as five sacks in the defensive statistics. But he was hit and or hurried, get this, 13 times. 13 times. Officially 13 times. There's usually two or three or more after that that uh, don't really get considered as a hurry. Now, here's something else to consider. And this is where I find this uh, when I said this might be uh, a little alarming. If you follow me on Twitter, I said, Here's, here comes your dose of reality. The Packers had 71 yards yesterday on 32 plays in which they didn't run motion. Let me say that again. They had 71 yards on a total of 32 offensive plays in which they did not run motion. So what got them there, they completely abandoned. And Matt LaFleur, and this is the only knock, okay, because I think he's a tremendous coach. I think what he's been able to accomplish early on in his career has been nothing short of stellar. But that man froze at the wheel. Again, when his team got its ass kicked early on, they froze at the wheel. Stick with what gets you there. Get them back into a rhythm. That's what coaching is. Put your players in the best position to get back into a rhythm. And they didn't do that. And or Aaron Rodgers didn't do that. 
It was McCarthy football. Pat, 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 run around, run around, look for the open man. Oh, by the way, here comes the finger wag. For those that were all over me the last couple of weeks when I said, look, I still think they should have got a wide receiver. I would have loved to have seen Patrick Queen at the linebacking position. <coughs> Could have covered Gronk. Uh, and I would have loved to have seen another wide receiver. I'm not saying that wide receiver would have been dynamic, but another true, legit guy to go to. And you said, they're winning. They're 4-0. You're an idiot. Well, yesterday you were exposed. Because even Todd Bowles said, all you had to do is cover Devontae Adams. That was it. In other words, you don't have enough talent to get past us. You don't have it. An indictment of what we've been saying all along. You're going to win a lot of ball games because you've got a tremendous quarterback. You've got a good head coach. You've got good scheme. You've got good defensive players. But when it comes to greatness and, and, and a true depth, maybe we got out over our skis a little bit. I know I did. Are they going to come back and they're going to win? end up winning 13 games? Probably. But you're looking at the way they were dump trucked yesterday, wash, rinse, repeat. Unless they in some way, shape, or form have some real depth of learning and some, and maybe yesterday was just a bad game. Because the, the, the question after the game was, is this a good team who had a bad game or is this a 4-0 team who was exposed? And that's where you have to kind of make your determination. 855-830-8648. Uh, a lot of people on hold. Let's just go right to it. Let's go to Joe listening to us in Toronto. Joe, how you doing today, man? What's up? Hey, Bill. How's it going? Great. What's on your mind? Well, Bill, as uh, I had some points, and as usual with your your uh, brilliant side, with a night to think about it, you kind of covered some of it, but I'll, I'll, I'll mention it anyways. I thought a lot of the conversation I was hearing uh, last night uh, was about Devontae Adams, you know, Rusty, not being ready, that kind of thing. What I saw was uh, a team that went up 10 nothing, looked just like the team that was, you know, was, was leading into the game. I had friends texting me saying, man, you guys are rolling. And then our Hall of Fame quarterback threw a couple of picks, threw a pick six, which we know he hates doing. And it rattled him, and he couldn't get out of it, which was shocking to me. And, and what you said today, which was great, LaFleur did him no favors helping him get out of that funk. I think that was the story. He, he couldn't get himself out of it, though. What do you think? Right. I, no, I completely agree. I, it was just sometimes you got to scheme your guys into position to be successful. And they didn't do that. And if they did or it was called, it certainly didn't make its way onto the field. So I, I don't know, but I know one thing. I saw it happen against San Francisco twice, and I've now seen it happen against Tampa Bay. When you run up against a physical de- – now, basically, Tampa Bay beat you the way you beat teams. They – you know, you got up early, but then they got that turnover. Packers have gotten up early, and then they've got a key turnover, something that changed the tide of the game. Packers have done it. We talk about Jair Alexander and the sack in the end zone against Minnesota and then the pick just before half. Shannon Sullivan taking the pick six back against Detroit, who started to show a little bit of sign of life. Just as New Orleans started to kind of put a few things together, uh, Taysom Hill coughs it up to Zedaria Smith. He falls on it. Next thing you know, the Packers get the win. That's the way the, 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 the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
change the tide of the game. And then what they did was they got up on you. And you panicked a little bit and you got out of your game, which is what the Packers do. They force you to get out of your game. And then what do they do? They pin their ears back and they came after you. They beat you up, which is what the Packers have been doing. You got beat at your own game, at the way you like to play comfortable football. I couldn't agree more. Joe, appreciate the phone call, and thanks for listening to us in Toronto. You can listen to us everywhere on the Radio.com app. Download the app, and I know many parts of the state, many parts of the country. You listen to us each and every day. We can't say thank you enough. But uh, today uh, today, and all throughout this week as we kind of get ready for the next game on the docket, which is the Houston Texans, who ended up losing a heartbreaker yesterday to Tennessee. And Tennessee, by the way, undefeated still. Um, those are the next up on the docket. But looking back at this one, this is going to be one that kind of sticks with you a while because this was the punch in the face that really made you go, whoa, wait a minute, okay, whoo, slow my roll. This was the slow your roll game. 855-830-864. Let's go back to the phones. Talk to Terrell on the north side. Terrell, how you doing today, man? What's up? Hey, Bill. Not doing that great when it comes to uh, sports. Um, what I say, Bill, is that, um, and this is not an overreaction, you know, I'm kind of tired of sweeping things under the mud when it, I mean, sweeping things under the rug when it comes to uh, all of these Wisconsin sports teams. And I'm just going to be completely transparent and completely honest. I will not believe in the Packers as a contender anymore until their front office believes that they're a contender. I will not believe yeah. that the Milwaukee Bucks are a contender anymore until their front office believes that they're a contender. I mean, however you want to slice it up, if the organization is not making moves in a way that's saying that they're going for it or that's saying that they're trying to put the best possible team that they can put out there i mean why should the fans it's it's almost yeah. like politics you, you know it's almost like politics in a way is that you know you, you, you're listening to what someone says but if they're not actually delivering on it i mean how long are you going to continue to listen to that person um and that's just that's where i'm at right now so from now on until the packers prove it until they prove that they can beat a physical team because what we seen yesterday was a shellacking that was a smack in the mouth, and the Packers did not get back off the mat at all. They, nope. they scored 10 points, and um, Tampa Bay scored 38 unanswered points. That's putrid. That's that's just – how can you have one of the best offenses supposedly in the league, and some people were even talking about, is this the best Packers offense all time because the way they were scoring the no. that they were scoring that. And you get held to 10 points. I mean, and, and, and you don't score again after the first quarter. Like, I mean, that was just terrible. And it was just seeing that, it, it reminded me so much of the great regular season the Bucks had. And then you always seen those games like the, the, the Philadelphia game on Christmas. And then as a fan, you're like, well, that's just an anomaly. That's just one game. Well, they're, they're, they're better than that. And then when you get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. you see that same exact team. I won't be fooled this year. I've seen this team in San Diego, and they make the same excuses. Um, we didn't have a great week of practice, and you know maybe maybe it was the travel, you know all these things. And, and like you said, Bill, and I, I totally agree with you. The, the Packers are going to win games because they got a Hall of Fame quarterback. They're going to win double. You know, they, they're not the Lions or the Vikings or the, the Bears, and, the, and I can't even say that about the Bears. They're having a great season defensively, and that's carrying their team. They're not those teams because they have a quarterback they can lean on. And it kind of hides a lot of their deficiencies and makes you think, well, maybe this team is 
you know that. But they really haven't upgraded the talent like they should have. They've missed on draft picks. They they haven't been. They they were a little aggressive when they bought the Smiths in. I give them credit for that. But for for being so unaggressive for so many years, I mean that was just kind of putting something there on the surface. I mean they they, they haven't used the trades at all for the most part. You know, look at yeah. Tampa Bay. They just they 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 lost a defensive lineman, Vita Vea, and they have a great win yesterday. And they they traded for a defensive lineman already from the Jets. Yeah, they, they're already trying to put their team in a position to keep the same standard that they hope to to win a Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. And I just don't see that from any of my teams. And I'm sick of making excuses for it. I'm sick of hearing their excuses. And that's just where I'm at. From now on, my expectations are going to be if I don't see that from the organization, I already know what the season is going to be. And I'm not going to get fooled anymore. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of fans are, Terrell. I appreciate the phone call, and it's it's some good passion. And I think that's where a lot of fans are. Let's do this. We're woefully late for a break. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Coming up Thursday nights, the Bill Michaels Huddle. It's brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer and questionably good. Stay tuned. We're going to come back and continue to get your reaction. The Packers get knocked off. we got a lot, of, uh, lot to talk about, a lot to say about this loss yesterday. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michaels Show next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We're back. Glad to have you. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Quick Trip has meals. Uh, if you're looking for something to eat tonight, maybe during some Monday night football, what's for dinner? Quick Trip's got you covered. They have to take home meals prepared fresh in their kitchen, just like mom would make. Fettuccine Alfredo with chicken, turkey, potatoes, gravy, beef stroganoff. They got it all. Good, good stuff from our friends at Quick Trip. Use that Quick Rewards card. Don't forget about that. But Quick Trip for the meals tonight. Take them home. Heat them up. Heat and eat. They have got you covered. That is our friends at Quick Trip. Uh, 855-830-8648, getting a reaction to the Green Bay Packers' loss yesterday. Uh, D. Rich says on Twitter, most passing success this year has come off of the run action, a strong running game, effective play action, behind-the-line motion, jet sweeps, etc. All have been major reasons for passing game success. Take that away. The Packers still can uh, the, the Packers still pass the ball effectively. Not good regarding the Buccaneers. This is from Jack. Jack writes the Wendy's email inbox. What the hell happened? When did Matt LaFleur become Mike McCarthy? He has froze like a deer in the headlights now in three massive games when it came to getting his ass kicked. He's got nothing more to offer. Uh, Chris, which I, I'm not saying that. I'm not going that far. But I, I had said earlier, I said, look, when this team has to play. My, my argument was when you're winning games, yeah, you you know, you look great and it's easy to say no big deal, no other wide receivers needed. Um, you know, they did go out and get Funches. I'm not going to forget about that. But still, you could have fortified yourself in the draft. You chose not to do it. How good would Patrick Queen look yesterday tracking down Gronkowski rather than trying to put safeties and middle linebackers that couldn't keep up with him on him or smaller guys on him, you know? Or maybe to help you rush the quarterback and get to Tom Brady or try to be able to stop the run. I mean, in any one of those facets. In addition to that, going back to what Trell said, 
You traded up for a first-round draft choice that was not even active yesterday. You know, this guy's not even playing. So are you going for it or are you just preparing for the future? Because sometimes the fans want to know you're going for it, that you're actually putting – you only got four or five years left of Aaron Rodgers. Why would you not fortify yourself? That I still don't understand to this day. To this day. And that's going to be the draft choice that's going to be tied as the albatross around the neck of Brian Kudekinst and Matt LaFleur for as long as they're here until they actually get to a Super Bowl. You know, this staff was not responsible for 2014 and the collapse in Seattle. But this staff is responsible for what they've done in the last few years. Okay, you saw what happened last year. Go out and fortify it to get a step better. And instead, you started drafting for the future. And Terrell is absolutely right. If your own organization is not telling you we believe in the here and the now and we're going to fortify the here and the now to take that extra step, then why in the world are you getting excited about the team? Other than, like I said, they're going to have wins. They're going to win a lot of games. They're going to find themselves in the postseason. And they're again going, hey, Aaron, do your best. And when Aaron doesn't have a good game, they don't have enough around him to to help him. That's the one thing you should be concerned about is that if Aaron has a bad game, and yesterday was a bad game, but if Aaron has a bad game, who's who's taking over? What you're doing is saying, Aaron, you have to be on, and you have to be on all the time. Let's go uh, back to the phone calls. Let's go to uh, L listening to us in Philly. L, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, man, how you doing? Um, I, I Good, what's you, up? Um, Gary, I called you and Gary last night, and before I really gave a take, I wanted to hear what Aaron Rodgers had to say. And when I listened to him yesterday, he's not taking no accountability for the way that he played yesterday. It is always we did this and we did that. No, it starts with you. You are the alpha, the omega of this franchise and this team. How many years is it going to take for us to keep on going through the same thing over and over and over again, man? I feel I feel cheated as a fan. I'm a Philadelphian. I'm here with the Eagles fans. I'm getting harassed by them and just saying, you know, you don't like the home team. But as a fan, I'm, I'm not going to never – discard Green Bay as my team. No player is bigger than the franchise. I felt that way about Brett Favre. I felt that way about Aaron Rodgers. But for one, as a franchise, like you said earlier, and and Latrell said to piggyback off of him, you have to put players around him to bring him up when he has a bad game. I am no way, shape, or form making excuses for the way he played yesterday because he played like crap. Let's just call it what it is. And I was hoping that he would take accountability by saying, hey, I got to play better. Start using I statements. I'm the one that need to do this. I need to do this. It's always we. No, you're the one that's out there running the offense. You got all the kudos. You got MVP votes, and everybody is putting you on this pedestal. But when you play bad, you want to say how we didn't do this and we didn't do that. You missed throws yesterday. You had weapons. You had the opportunity to talk to your coach, to let him know, like, well, hey, man, this is what I see out here. Maybe we need to revert back to what was get, what got us here in the first place as a number one ranking inside of the, uh, in the NFL. We totally went to, we abandoned that big time yesterday. And to put it on our defense, like, this, I'm just thinking about the draft. Like you said, we could have had Patrick Queen. A couple years ago, we could have had T.J. Watt. Like, I mean, come on, man. I mean, this is just, I, oh, my goodness, it's so frustrating looking at this. And I just feel like the same way Trell was saying, we're going to go in the playoffs, end up going against a, a team that, a, you know, a team that's really smashed mouth, and they're going to end up beating us again unless – you do something where you go out, you make you like how I mean, we should look at how Ron Wolf ran the team. Ron Wolf mm-hmm. put the players around Brett Favre when he's when we was uh, making our championship run. He went out and got Andre Rosen. He went out and got uh, Keith Jackson. He went out and got different players where he knew that would complement his great quarterback. Why are you doing this? 
you got guys that are undrafted, fifth, seventh round picks, and you got picks. I don't know about the money situation and how that would go by going after a big free agent, but there's middle tier free agents you can get at positions that we're in need for, and we need to really try to go after that and then put that with the team to galvanize us and, and make us a real championship team instead of this uh this Cinderella team that we have out here with twelve o'clock or striking the next thing you know we're a pumpkin again. So it I is uh, difficult. No, I, I agree with you. Look, I, I said before, and now I appreciate the phone call, I said it, it's difficult to get juiced up when suddenly your team's drafting for the future. When you saw the same thing that everybody else saw, you saw a team get just beat up. And then you want to buy the excuses. You want to hear what Mike Pettin has to say. You want to hear what Matt LaFleur has to say and say, no, don't worry about that NFC Championship game. Don't worry about it. Ah, It's okay. It was just gap assignment. No, it wasn't. We saw it. We're not stupid. I've been covering football since, you know, professionally since 1992. Played it as a kid and, you know, growing up and, uh, you know, teenager in college and stuff. But it, 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 I've been covering it and listening to things and watching film as much as I can, as best I can, since 1992. You see guys that just can't get off blocks. You see guys that get double teams and other guys that get single teamed and they they can't physically do it or they're not in the right place in the right time. Yesterday, the offensive line had a bad day. Okay, It looked like Tampa Bay just was a step faster. They were just better at the point of attack. I mean, it was simple stunts. This was nothing elaborate to where you had Packers backs. Aaron Jones missed one. Jamal Williams missed one. Where they went on, they they were supposed to get the stunning linebacker or the stunning lineman. You know, and, and they just missed it at the point of attack. Next thing you know, Aaron Rodgers is under seat. This was simple things that this team just screwed up, which is why I look at this and I say, okay, look, I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the same level as to what we witnessed last year against San Francisco. But this was another physical team that beat you up, got ahead early and pinned their ears back and came after you, and you didn't have an answer. Our My argument has always been, you're going to win games. Devontae Adams is very good. But when you need to come back by double digits, can you? You know? Can you? And they couldn't. Not even close. Not even close. 855-830-8648. I promise we're going to continue this discussion. I know there's a lot of people on hold. I want to get to all of you. I promise that. Uh, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and I'll, I promise Come when we come back, Scott and Cudahy, then we've also got Mike and Cudahy, and we'll continue on from there. Hang in there. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. Hey, through the end of October, our great friends over at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they are offering no money down. And I tell you what, it started to get cold over the weekend. I woke up yesterday early. I got up to go work out. And uh, I was out Saturday. I had a great time Saturday night. I'll talk more about that later. But uh, I had a great time Saturday night. Went out and uh, got home. Got home rather late. It was almost bar time by the time I got home. 
And uh, but I still got up early on Sunday and I let the dogs out and it was uh, big wet, whap, 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 big big wet things of snow and I, it just made my heart cry because I'm not I'm not ready for that. I love snow at Christmas time, but other than that, I'm I'm 85 and sunny all the time. Anyway, uh, the bottom line was when I walked downstairs, the one thing I listened for and did not hear was my heat kicking on. It had gone off overnight, but it it didn't kick on very much at all. And that's because of not only some good insulation in the home, but because I replaced my doors and windows with pellet doors and windows. Uh, and they're absolutely positively fantastic. As a matter of fact, I sat in the great room yesterday and, and built a fire to watch the game. And it got so hot I had to leave the room because it holds the air, it holds the heat in so well. And right now, no money down, no interest, no payments for 24 months when you replace your leaky old windows and doors. Or you can choose 2.99% APR financing. For 12 years, chilly winds, they've already started to blow. Man, it was windy over the week. It ripped the top off of my tiki bar. i got to close the tiki bar down now. Uh, and so, look, it's it's coming. Winter's coming. So Pella now, pay later, no money down, no interest, no payments for 24 months, or 12 years, 2.99% APR uh, for financing approved to credit. Uh, so right now through the end of the month, get the great deals that Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin are offering. You can see the showroom. Or you can just go to PellaWI.com for details. That is PellaWI.com for details. It's that simple. Uh, let's do this. Let's get back to the phone calls. A lot of people want to be heard. Uh, let's go to let's go to Mike listening to us in Cudahy. Mike, how you doing, man? What's going on? Yeah, I'm feeling the same pain as everybody else today. Um, you know what, Bill, this is really funny that the Packers come off a of bye week. They got most of their people back and healthy. We go down into Tampa with maybe 20% capacity in the stand. And the only what I took away from this game was they, we got just we got old coached. Number one, number two, the offensive defensive lines were horrendous. I think Rodgers got knocked down, sacked, and whatever like 12 times yesterday. And Tampa Bay's defense got home all the all day. You know, they're harassing Rodgers, and I was I was really shuddering every time Rodgers would get up. I'm thinking, oh boy, here we go, another injury. Um, our defense, we hardly got home to, to, to Brady at all. He was picking us apart. You know, we're supposed to have these great offensive and defensive lines. What I'm concerned about too is when Bakhtiari went out. I'm thinking, oh boy, here we go with the offensive line collapsing. Um, yeah. I just think we showed up and we just didn't play our A game. I, I, we're better than what we showed yesterday, but now we're looking down the road playing the Bears. The Bears beat the Buccaneers by one point, and here we got a shellacking 38-10. to 10. And I'm thinking, what's going to happen when we play the Bears? Even though it's a different team, they do have a good defense. you got to respect that. But I'm just thinking, looking forward here, I, yeah, this, this was a wake-up call. You just can't show up to a game. you got to play all four quarters start to finish. And if you don't give it your all, you know, you spot up at any team points that we did and with our penalties and the flags and all that other stuff, you know, it's no wonder that, yeah, we lost. But we can't keep playing sloppy like that. It's almost like Tampa, we, we switched. Tampa Bay, we, we, we kind of got their personality for this game and they got ours. So it was just a weird game. And I, I thought at halftime we, we maybe – have a little bit better plan as far as the coach coaching, but it didn't happen. So I hope this is a lesson for everybody to learn that, hey, any given Sunday, anything can happen. You can't take nothing for granted. 
I, no, I completely agree with you. I will say, appreciate the phone call. I don't know about the any given Sunday. I think what's going to happen is you're going to win a lot of games. The Packers are going to win games. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. They're going to win. I, I still think 13, 12, 13 wins is what this team has in them. And they're going to end up in the postseason. But is it going to be wash, rinse, repeat from what we saw last year? Because they don't have the extra cats to get them over the top. You, we, we talked about this when people started talking about Devontae Adams. And, oh, my goodness, Devontae Adams. They haven't lost a game when Devontae Adams was out. So what do we need Devontae Adams for? You need Devontae Adams. Because Devontae Adams is a hell of a receiver. And he's, he's going to be there and you're going to win a lot of games. No doubt about that. But Devontae Adams is going to take you that next step with other guys around him when you get to the postseason. You need him to be that player. You need other guys. It can't just be Devontae Adams. And what the Packers did yesterday was completely get out of their game plan. Completely get out of their game plan. Game plan. 855-830-8648. Let's go to Scott listening to us in Cudahy as well. Scott, how you doing? Bill, once again, your take is spot on. And I says, I agree with what you say, but I was trying to think what would be a good take to what you had said. And then you guys played the Kim and LaVoy commercial just prior to it, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. This goes out to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, and it's simply this. Uh, it's not what – okay, now I'm losing my mind here a little bit. It's not the mistakes we make uh, that define us. It's how we respond to them. And that's basically what the Packers need to do going forward. They need to, you know, mm-hmm. look at what they did and, and move forward. I'm, I'm concerned about Rodgers. I'm concerned about his mental state and his physical state because he's like a prize fighter. He was he was the champion, and he's going along, and he's doing, you know, he's winning the fight, and then the challenger comes up and gets a good uppercut and stuns him. And then ever since then, he's just like, wandered around kind of like dazed halfway and that's how it was the rest of the game and then he goes and throws another pick and then Bakhtiari gets hurt and he's out so you got that combination and the Packers kind of went back to the way they used to be in the past they need to respond you know what's happened they need to you know what's happened they need to respond to it and they need to make changes they need to be better than they what they were and I says mm-hmm. Latrell hit it straight on I said you know I feel the same way he does Unless this management steps up and said, "Hey, we want we you know we want to have a team that's going to make it to the end. If they're not going to put out their effort, then why should we?" Right. I I, so. I completely get it. I one hundred percent understand. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six. Four eight. Let's do this. We'll continue with phone calls. Uh, I got to take a break. We'll continue with phone calls. A lot of people on hold. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Give us a shout, and uh, we'll we'll try to get all the phone calls in here before the top of the hour. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. No. 
now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department at cuw.edu slash veterans. Here's Mike Clemens. The Packers lose to the Buccaneers 38 to 10. Green Bay jumped out to an early lead and dominated the first quarter. Then in the second quarter on a third and 10 from their own 22, Aaron Rodgers tried to hit Devontae Adams in the flat. Instead, it was picked off by the Bucs' Jamel Dean, who returned at 32 yards for a touchdown. Tampa Bay went on to score 38 unanswered points and held the Packers' offense to no points on the next 10 consecutive drives. Aaron Rodgers. Look, you don't ever want to lose like this. I feel like we needed a little bit of a wake-up call at some point this season. You know, I think we need to kick in the ass a little bit. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur said his team lacked energy. Our practice this past week was not up to our standard. You practice like crap, and then you go on and play like crap. Bucks defensive coordinator Todd Bowles kept the pressure on Aaron Rodgers throughout the day. Bucks head coach Bruce Arians. Yeah, I thought Todd mixed it up uh, really, really good with his fronts, blitzes, coverages. You don't usually get Aaron confused. That's Bruce Arians from Tampa Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Hey, our friends at Van Horn Auto, they want to buy your car, and uh, they would love to uh, love to pay you what it's worth. Kelly Blue Book, fair appraisal value. It's that simple. If you're looking for some extra cash, you want to take it in, go ahead and get it done. No hassle with somebody coming to your house and trying to kick the tires and all that kind of stuff. All you got to do is uh, is check it out. Go to VanHornAuto.com. Just like I did. Look, if you're looking for a new car or a used car, I've gotten both from them now. I've gotten three new trucks and one one used vehicle, uh, one used car. I bought the Genesis from them, the used, and then I bought uh, three different trucks. The first one was the Dodge Ram, loved it. And the fact that I've been able to lease them and just kind of go from truck to truck and see the quality and such, it's been great. I picked out what I wanted, and I did it all online. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. They are family-born, employee-owned. They're all over the state of Wisconsin and in Iowa as well, and they, they deal in everything. They deal in the big three, they deal in domestics, they deal in foreign, whatever it happens, they deal in sports cars, you name it, they've got it. And they're great people to work with. Go to VanHornAuto.com, that is VanHornAuto.com. Let's get back to the phone calls, talk to Eric listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, how you doing, man? What's going on? Doing all right, Bill. How you doing, man? Thanks for taking my call. Doing well today. You bet. Hey, you know, I first of all, i got to echo everybody else's sentiments as far as uh, the Packers draft and how they wasted four picks and also in how they're not really pursuing anything to improve in these areas completely. I mean, you can go through their, their draft and you can say right now, okay, let's just say they threw out the fourth cause they traded up, but let's say they traded up to get Patrick queen. You put Patrick queen in the middle there. And then the second round, you would have gotten the defensive tackle out of Cincinnati. I think it was. And the third round, you would have got the offensive lineman out of Oregon. And and they were all sitting there for them to pick. And, and also, in my draft, they would have taken Evan Weaver in the fifth instead of Camille Martin. I mean, only the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year and a guaranteed bona fide run-stuffing middle linebacker. So they blew the draft. And you can see where if they had addressed those areas in the draft, 
these players would be making an impact on the field with this team right now. And especially when you see Bakhtiari go out, and I don't know if anybody knows what, what's wrong with him or not, but, I mean, when he went down, the whole, the whole rest of the offense went down with him. And I say mm-hmm. rest of the offense because, because who knew how much Tyler Irvin meant to this offense as far as all the motion and stuff. You know, we hear during the broadcast that with Irvin going out, there went all the motion. It's like, you got to be kidding me. Only one guy in your running backs or wide receivers room knew how to run that motion, which has been so effective all year. Man, they really didn't do anything to address depth in the draft. It's very disappointing. And uh, I I just see if as long as we're going up against a team that can get – home with three or four D linemen and can keep us from getting home with dear two or with three or four D linemen. I, I think we're hosed, man. I say we, but I think the Packers are hosed as fans. Yeah. We're hosed. Cause this is going to be frustrating, but have a good day, Bill. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. He uh, echoes a lot of sentiments that are out there. Let's go to Joe quickly in Oconomowoc. Joe, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill, thanks for having me on. I'm going to kind of piggyback off this previous caller you just had. Um, It's actually a comment that Wayne Larrabee made, and I think it goes a long way because obviously he can't exactly say what he wants at times, but he started his comment with, I shouldn't be saying this, Um, and this was shortly before halftime. He said, I shouldn't be saying this, but if either of the Tampa Bay middle linebackers were in green and gold, they would easily be – uh, the best middle linebacker that he's seen in the 20-plus years he's been the voice of the Packers, and I think that says a lot. Thanks, Bill. All right, appreciate it. Um, that's a that's a powerful statement. I didn't hear it, but that's a powerful statement. If, if Wayne said that, that's a powerful statement. And you think about some of the linebackers they've had. I mean, you talk about a guy like Nick Barnett who was – who was good. Uh, it wasn't great, but he was good. You talk about a guy like A.J. Hawk who was good. He wasn't great, but he was good. You know, um, you look at some of the guys that have rolled through there that have made some impact, which is why I was screaming on draft night when you draft when you traded up Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen. My God, for the love of God, get Patrick Queen. And he's been <laughs> he's been everything that he was billed to be with the uh, the Baltimore Ravens and it is what it is. Going to go and take a quick break, come back, more phone calls. Going to hear from some of the uh, players in the postgame yesterday. Hear from Adrian Amos, hear from Matt LaFleur. A lot of good stuff coming up on the Bill Michaels Show after this. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four Donchich. the step back three you bet. music you set my world on fire. and even podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on tune in go to tune in.com or download the tune in app to start listening